Welcome to Meet the Filmmakers at the Apple Store, Regent Street, in London, with guest moderator, broadcaster Rick Edwards. First, let's look at the trailer. Everything you have heard about monsters, about nightmares, legends whispered around campfires, all the stories are true. What are you looking at? Why can I see you and no one else can? You're not a mundane. What is a mundane? Someone from the human world. Well, if not a human, then what am I? You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Your mother was a shadow hunter. Like him. Like you. I've been killing demons across the world in their varying different forms. You killed two cops! They weren't cops! Shadow hunters. Half angel, half human. Beings of immense power, strong enough to protect the world in a war against evil. The world is ours to take. Humanity is on the very brink of extinction. There's too many of them. Have a little faith. Welcome to the City of Bones. Um, this is, uh, as I guess we all know, based on a, a very popular and, and successful series of books and therefore has an existing fan base a lot of you I think are here um, is that is that intimidating to take something like that on that's a yes yeah leave it out wow well drop it Colin I do feel like a rock star with this it's quite cool um, I was a fan of the books before I was cast, but I'm not big on social media, so I had no concept of how big the fandom was when I signed on. Um, and then the casting news came out, and all of a sudden, like, Twitter, Facebook, blogs, everything blew up. And I didn't realize that there were, like, 22 million copies sold worldwide. I literally walked into a bookshop, looked at a spine of a book, picked it out, read it, fell in love with it, found out they were doing a movie, and thought there was, like, I discovered a new series, but I had no idea. So I didn't sign on knowing that there was a big fandom, but then later... Uh, I guess the pressure came up later when I realized there was, but I didn't ever really feel um, super nervous about it because because I was such a fan, it was just like a huge honor, and I was more excited than anything else. I think the nerves are only now really kind of coming into play when everyone keeps asking, "Are you nervous?" It's like, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is like, yeah. It, this, this makes me more excited, but also nervous. Seeing as though we've been greenlit for a second, it's like I hope you like the first one because kind of too bad there's another one coming get used to it the hysteria that we've come across along the tour along the promotion has just been absolutely insane like you know examples of this all throughout I mean I, I joined <laughs> see look at that calm down you're so excitable relax <laughs> with it 
Um, <laughs> but I only joined. I only joined the promotional tour in Los Angeles. These guys have been across like you know parts of uh, uh, United States. They've been in several malls there and you know even in LA and then we moved to Toronto and everywhere we went we were met with this brilliant reception you know they're diehard fans of the books all across North America and this is our first uh, European leg of the promotional tour and it's just been the same everywhere you know it's just a, it's an international phenomenon it seems have you had anyone sort of come up to you and go the thing is <laughs> the Jace in my head looks a bit different yeah 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 <laughs> how is that yeah <laughs> No, I mean, no, stop it, behave yourself. You just, you just... Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> stop it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the English self-deprecation for you there. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, to begin with, of course. But, you know, now, I think the, the fact is you guys are sort of stuck with it now. So <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have to accept it a little bit. Um, but, you know, it's like, the, you know, it... it Everyone has been very supportive, you know, since all the trailer and since the clips have come out and since the first image was released. I've experienced nothing but positive vibes. And that's a really, like, that's a really, really lovely thing to receive. And, you know, it was a book made that for me. And, and it's, 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 you know, it makes me makes me emotional but you know it's 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 a really it's a really nice thing to oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about 300 people welling up yeah <laughs> anyone got any well tissue? done Jamie yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's have a, a quick look at a clip from the film uh, this is the first time <laughs> that only if you want to uh, this is the first time Clary sees Jace in the daylight look suddenly I'm trying to these things and I have no idea what they are Okay, now you're freaking me out. Very. Are you? <laughs> what are you looking at? Wait here. Why can I see you and no one else can? I was going to ask you the same question. I don't even know why I'm talking to you. You're a killer. A cold-blooded killer. As opposed to a peace-loving killer. I know what I saw. You think you know. Why am I drawing this? So I was right, you're not a mundane. Excuse me? What's a mundane? Someone from the human world. Well, if I'm not a human, then what am I? Mom, I'm coming home. No, 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 you can't come home. You understand me? You don't come home. I love you. Mom! When you're working from such a, a fully formed world, the world created by the books, how, how difficult was it to work out what to keep and what to lose? Because I guess there's a sort of pragmatic element to it where you can't have it all in there. Yeah, <coughs> this is true. Um, I mean, first of all, I became a, a fan myself, and I kind of got attached to what I wanted to keep. And then I was very lucky to work very closely with Cassandra Clare, uh, who's, who's very understanding of the filmmaking process. And uh, we basically just went back and forth. Uh, the first draft I read of this, uh, the, the script was uh, without a bunch of things. Uh, and then I read the draft, and I liked the idea of it. And then I read the book, and I was like, oh, my God, we got to put this in. we got to put this in. <laughs> and then it ended up being a really, really big script. And then we had to trim it down from there again. But um, that has been one of the bigger challenges, is to make sure that we kept what, the, what we knew that the fans loved 
and to make sure the story made enough sense for people who hadn't read the books. But up until the very last cut, we were still dropping in little, little lines to build the bridges between the information <laughs> that you needed. I, thi I think you told me the first cut of the movie was like three and a half hours long. Yes, it was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a shame. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on the DVD sometime. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes. Um, and if you three want to avert your ears uh, quickly, will you please be a cast, Harold? Pardon? Oh, uh, yeah, I love cast? it. I mean, now... Uh, I couldn't imagine anybody Stop else Stop listening, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I'll take a phone call while we're <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Yes. It, it's, it's unbelievable how these guys are perfect for the parts. It's, uh, you know, Lily was uh, already on board when I came on board. Uh, that's partly the reason why I wanted to do it, because I think she's an amazing actress. <laughs> and then... Uh, sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Jamie was on the hot list, and there was some other name floating out there, and I just ignored all the other chitter-chatter. I thought, he is absolutely Jay's to me. Um, <laughs> yes, and, and he proved to be absolutely perfect. You know, he, uh, I think that half-angel thing comes across very nicely. Um, <laughs> He's flirting with me now, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> And then Robbie, Robbie uh, didn't exactly look the part, so we had to put on some glasses and do a bit with his hair. And yeah, and they had to wash me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hose you down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it, it was the accent, which I think he also mastered uh, terrifically. And then once you've, you know, once you've learned to love them, there is now absolutely no other option. Nobody else could be these ha characters, I think. So I'm very happy with them. And they're also fantastic actors. I mean, I dragged them through the mud and through the rain and in the cold and everything. <laughs> Never one word of complaining. They just love doing it all. I think. The editors managed to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a few elements in the film that I found quite um, surprising. Firstly, some of it is terrifying. Yeah, I re really jumped. Were you aware of that? Because you sort of... You Right on the cusp, I suppose, when you're making a film that's going to get a, a 12 certificate. Like, I was scared, and I'm 34. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I was inspired by movies like uh, that scared me, like The Exorcist. And, and I think when you, when you deal with demons and dark areas, you shouldn't hold back. You should absolutely make people scared. And, and I think there is a version of this movie or this story that has real elements of reality. And, and I think just as we treated the characters truthfully... How does a girl react when she finds her mom is gone? How does she react when there's a, a weird creature in her house? You know, we had to be really true to those things. And just as we were true to those things and to the love story, we needed to be true to the scary bits. Um, yeah. the, the other thing that I noticed, films like this, I think, can sometimes be earnest, but this had a sense of humour. It's funny. Like, I laughed in it, which is, is really rare. Is that something that you wanted to make sure that you bought out? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to spend a few uh, times like this with Cassandra and her fans. And, and she's like a stand-up comedian. She's incredibly funny. <laughs> and I think there's some great funny bits in the, uh, in the book, some great quotes and, and some real fine humor. And I thought as long as we keep the seriousness s s real and, and serious, then it's always time for a little laugh. And also, I think one of the things that uh, I didn't want to have a, a damsel in distress that was just stressed out all the time, so we needed to create little pockets when Lily actually could smile. Remember, we talked about that yeah. one of our first meetings, because I can't stand those movies when there's like a girl in distress and she's just the victim, victim, victim. But then in, in this <laughs> one, so she has moments of lightness and, and the humor does that too. And I think to have that balance, it 
gives you a little breather in between all the scary bits. Um, it's kind of nice having your character there as well, Robert, because he's kind of like us. He's kind of like the audience, sort Absolutely. of reacting to what's going yeah. on. So like, yeah. what the? <laughs> Which means you get a lot of kind of fun lines to play with. Totally, yeah. It is. It is always fun being the the normal guy, you know, at the back of the group, cowering in terror and uh, and kind of having brow furrowed, going, "What the hell is going on?" And and kind of digesting the whole world through. I think what. What my character's armor very much in the, in, in the film is, is, is kind of his, his wit and his, it's something to deflect all of the madness that, you know, that's going on. And it's kind of acts very much as his armor, whereas, you know, the shadow hunters have badass leather mail and weapons. He's kind of at the back making snidey, slightly sarky comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, so it's, it's, that's, that was a lovely thing to play with. And there's a lot of comedy that can be juiced out of that. But I remember, at the, like, in the beginning, Harold saying, everything has to be played absolutely seriously down the line. Never can you think that this is a moment where you're going to deliver a funny line. Because that is the most unfunny thing mm. in filmmaking. So, you know, he was always there on hand to, uh, to remind us to take everything absolutely seriously. And I think that's when the best comedy, you know, comes out. Um, there is also, um, I, I guess it has happened in films before, but I can't think of one. More than a love triangle, there's effectively a Cube. love square. Cube. <laughs> there's a, so there's the, the yeah. three of you, and then a Alec as well. Mm. Kevin yeah. Zegers. Yeah. <laughs> we love Kevin. And it's Kevin. so complicated, I loved it. But it's actually a love pentagram because there's Magnus Bain too, who's yeah. True. <laughs> true. <laughs> a love pentagram. That's got to that, be a first. That's true. Yes. Oh my goodness. Getting really complicated. So love here. hexagon. But then there's <laughs> also, but then there's also Isabel who jams along a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. I just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. realised it's really, it's really messy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone really has their eye on story. Know, else, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's that word. Yeah. I mean, I think you know. I think it's. I think mm. a lot of people have been sort of asking. I suppose in interviews, you know, the like particularly because we've been touring with Kevin, you know, like myself and Lily, you know, the, sort of the importance of having a gay character in a, in a, in a sort of in a modern movie, and I suppose. I, I, I get the question, I think, but also it's sort of neither here nor there in the same sense that having sort of a female heroine, yeah, I understand its importance, but sex and sexuality nowadays isn't really something that's at the forefront or shouldn't be at the forefront of a bone of contention. It should be, it, it, we're, I think we're all sort of wise enough and old enough and ugly enough to realise that we're all human in a way um <clears throat> you know we do have the love triangle we do have the love cube and we do have the love pentagram or whatever <laughs> you want to call it let's go with pentagram let's yeah. go with pentagram <laughs> that's the most magical isn't it yeah it's true yeah it's the most spiritual um it's the most spiritual kind of love um <laughs> you know but we're all like i think you know we were all very much aware of our own character's sort of development within that story as well you know like jace is what jace is a shadow hunter before any of this story starts, you know, with the movie and, and his uh, and the book as well. And his world is done into uh, turmoil by the arrival of Clary. Um, you know, Clary's world is just constantly shifting, and it's a it's a continual shift of what the bloody hell is going on here? What <laughs> you know? What is this? And and how do I fix how do I fix this? Um, and Simon, you know, who's thrown into this world of of the shadow hunters and whatnot, you know, also is finding his voice. In, in the ability to be able to tell her about his, you know, secret feelings of 
as you have said in the past, sexy love romance. Different variations. And that's a direct quote from the film, weirdly. Yeah, exactly. I think part of what separates us from other franchises, particularly, you know, the one that we're most compared to, is that it's not, this isn't necessarily. God knows what that would be. No way. This isn't a romance, it's an urban fantasy, and romance is involved, but the men in Clary's world don't define her. You know, it's not about being uh, an object of desire or being in this triangle and trapped. Like, she never victimizes herself, and she allows herself to be vulnerable, be strong, you know, fall in love, figuring it all out during this kind of tumultuous journey, but she's single-mindedly trying to find her mom, and that's what's propelling her forward. And so she doesn't just wallow and wait, and she really propels the story. And, and so the love story is pivotal, but at the same time, it's not defining the story. So, it kind of, so in that way, it's kind of, it's an amazing element, but it's not just for girls, you know, like <laughs> the romance. Um. Shall we have a look at another clip? <laughs> <laughs> Here, uh, Clary is feeling a bit peaky, but then she goes into the institute and it's fine. <laughs> bit peaky. <laughs> we'll be safe in here. What is this dump? This isn't a dump. You just can't see it. Is this the part when you start tearing off pieces of your shirt to bind my wounds? If you wanted me to take my clothes off, you should have just asked. Jamie, take your clothes off, mate. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> later. Later, on. Robbie. Later. <laughs> it is, on, it is fair to say people. that you guys are topless, both of you, quite a lot in the film. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually in my contract. Yeah, I was going to say, that contractually, so I'll only do the film if... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it to was to try to keep... Please put your shirt back on. Yeah, it so. doesn't work in this scene. <laughs> I know. I struggle trying to get him to put trousers on. Yeah. That scene, I saw in that po first poetry reading scene. I was like, can I have my shirt off? Yeah. <laughs> it's just better. <laughs> um, Shadowhunters are... I would say quite fashionable. Did you keep any of the clubber? I <laughs> did. I keep any of the clubber. I kept the Morganstone ring, <laughs> which I wear. Um, I was fortunate enough to be out in Toronto like a month before we started shooting because I called the producers up and I was like, "Look, you know, I want to work really hard at this. I want to do, you know, learn all the fights and whatever." So I was there, sort of. A movie is very fun to make because 
everything sort of seems to work really, really well up until like the three weeks before shooting where everything just falls apart. Which is <laughs> now <laughs> what we're at for the sequel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing, it's amazing to witness. So I remember calling up Robert Colzer, our producer, and going, I want to be there when the you know, when it hits the fan, basically. <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, just, you know, just training and whatnot. Um, so I was able to work with Gersha Phillips, our costume designer, quite closely on the look of, for Jace. And originally we started quite sort of, um, quite sort of samurai in a way, quite matrixy. Um, and then I was like, I sort of would prefer it if it was more like streetwear. Because what, I'm very affected by anything that I go and see or sort of, you know, by, by music or, or by cinema, by art or whatever, really. Um, and I quite like going to the cinema and seeing something and going, oh, I would wear that. So I sort of wanted this shadow, or Jace particularly, his look to be streetwear. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to keep any of it. But what they have done is they've cut it up and they've put it in cards that you all can buy. So, so if in movie two, yeah. Jace is naked throughout the entire thing, yeah. uh, you know, that's so the, it's for you guys. We've done that for you. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. So send, send all the cards back, and I'll just like sew, sew it, it back, back together, like <laughs> piece by piece. We, they should have kept hold of it because we're making a sequel. I know. Yeah. Yeah. to do all that work again, make the thing again. Yeah, although I w will not be sad to see my short top dress and thigh-high six-inch leather boot heels go. Um, <laughs> that, unfortunately, was already written in the book as having to wear that, so I did have to wear that. Although we did have a stunt version, which was an inch longer, which was very beneficial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Extra inch. inch. Longer. Yeah. Um, I tried to they reserve those. Yeah, yeah. Robbie tried to reserve them. I tried to reserve yeah. those, but they wouldn't fit, so. Yeah. <laughs> so you went back to topless, bottomless. Yeah. Yeah. It was easier that way. Uh, the, uh, the tattoos must have taken ages to get done. Are you tempted to get them done for real to save time in a makeup chair in the future? Kevin Zeger said the other day that if, if we get greenlit for like six movies, he'll get one done on his neck. The big one. The on neck his one? Neck. Yeah. yeah. No. And I was like, dude, that is full blown. <laughs> like, that is anything <laughs> above the shoulder is pretty full on. Um, only if production pays to take it off. Yeah. After the sixth yeah. One. I might get Lily Collins' face tattooed on my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that, so, that I, so that I can just steal all her next jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get more screen time. <laughs> so I can get yeah, more yeah, screen yeah. time. Well, yeah, you exactly. get more screen time, basically. Technically, yeah. yeah. I could just be chilling in my trailer. But yeah, <laughs> it does. It takes a long time, Rick, to, to answer your question seriously and to not be... Thank uh, you. Uh, no, I'm very interested by Kelly's bit. vibe, actually. <laughs> 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 that is, uh, one of the bonuses of being a mundane on this movie yeah. because these guys were all in at, you know, two hours before filming every morning, getting getting rune tattoos on and getting, a, like, Jamie getting his real tattoos covered over, yeah. <laughs> right? Which was about four hours all in all where I was asleep for all of that. <laughs> I was very much unconscious and then would roll in about half an hour before filming and put a T-shirt on. Or not. Or take it off. You came even later when we didn't have to put that T-shirt on there. I love the fact, yeah, you roll in topless and you have to yeah. put a T-shirt on. Hey, guys. I'm ready, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for my close-up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you mentioned training uh, for the fight scenes. The fight scenes are quite are quite brutal. Can you all handle yourselves now? Uh, someone asked me this the other day. I don't. Uh, yeah. Well. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, probably. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, my brain's like a sieve. You know. Uh, I very much learn it and then it goes away. Um, but uh, that was, you know, that was Harold really. You know, throwing that in there. You know, he was very much whatever we can do. And as much as we can do, the better. Mm. Um, so there was only one gag that I wasn't able to do. Same for you. 
and same for Kev. Um, and so, you know, it, and that's that's unable great. because of insurance reasons, not because of physical reasons. Mm. No, yeah. we were like, yeah, you're thrown across the table and it thrown into a wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I remember seeing that <laughs> and thinking, my God, that girl is dead. <laughs> she literally <laughs> brought like oh a Oh wait, no, that's Jamie. That's Jamie. <laughs> 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 that happened quite that's a bit. That's a lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about uh, Jonathan Rhys-Meyers. Uh, in fact, let's have a, a clip of him being dastardly, um, first of all, so you get the idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't have to go through with this, Valentine. A demon has never set foot in the Institute. Well, maybe it's time they did. Clary's given me no choice. She'll come back. Really? There's someone here she wants as much as her mother. You know what to do. Pentagram of love. See? Yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Very romantic scene. Yeah, um, very <laughs> <rather> <laughs> that pentagram, actually. That was um, it was hard to do. Oh, I bet it was. Yeah, because it, <laughs> <was, laughs> um, it was something we, we had to work out and make sure that it was looking like a pentagram from one angle and then like a complete mess from another angle. And it's one of those in-camera effects we did, which we were really happy with because then it's nothing is manipulated. It was very, uh, very tricky to find that exact spot with the camera. Yeah. Well, in entirely successful. Yeah, thank um, you. <laughs> I, uh, thank you very much. I, I, I <coughs> Jonathan Rhys-Meyers as Valentine is very, very intense to the extent that he scares me quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, scared um, what was he like to act scared opposite? everyone? Oh my God, he walked on the set. He's lovely. He's a lovely guy, but when he became Valentine, it was like the whole energy of the room like sucked out. In like the best way possible. Like mm. he's just terrifying. He, he I think he elevated. But I want to say both of us. Like um, he elevated us to like such a different level when he entered in. Because Valentine is like the, the the character that you you it's it's like Lord Voldemort. You like fear him. You like get chills. He who you know? shall not be named. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Formerly yeah. known as. Yeah. The artist Sorry. formerly known as. The artist yeah. formerly known as. Um, <laughs> like but but honestly though he he genuinely brought fear to me yeah. and those were the scenes that I was almost most nervous nervous about like the one scene with Jamie him and I where like the big thing is revealed um, that was a, a massive scene that I was so nervous about because as a reader of the books it's it's the epitome of every emotion you know and and he just brought an energy he would constantly throw in things like improv like scream at me multiple times when I wasn't expecting it to get reactions I mean, by the end of it, I just would, s I literally would see him, my bat would go up, you know, like, <laughs> it was terrifying. Yeah, I was terrified of him, and I wasn't even on the same set. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear him, I was, like, yeah, miles I hope we never even met him. I, yeah. <laughs> I think you can hear me whimpering from about 25 yards away. The scenes that Lily had with, with uh, uh, Jonathan was, was fantastic, because she, again, and that's a compliment to, to Lily and the character, is that she wasn't just only afraid, she really stands her ground. And I think that's a, a beautiful scene when you actually talk back to him. Because nobody else would do that. And you just show that strength of, I'm not going to let you manipulate me. 
And I think that's a great, I love when we, we did that thing and you were really fighting back, although you were terrified you were fighting mm. back. But he, he's one of those incredible actors, just completely embodies the character. And what it does is he, he no longer becomes the bad guy, he just becomes a real person who you understand why he does what he does. And I think that's very good for a, va uh, for a villain, is that he thinks he's doing the right thing. And he was so emotional. I mean, he yeah. like when he came on, he was... And after a take like this one, this is a complicated scene to do, he was drained, you know? And, and I just love that about him. But his scene, his fight sequence with Jamie was one of the most intense. I had to leave set a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. though, because the emotion that was coming out of you and Jonathan, it was like... Was in, it was insane. And then the fight sequence is amazing. Yeah, they both get beat down like proper yeah. hardcore. Like they both go at each <laughs> other like full <laughs> on. And like it and it and it's like it was yeah, it's tough. It's you know, it's it's tough to do that and it's sort of like playing sport with I liken it to playing sport with somebody that's better than you. It like it does, it ups your game. Like if somebody's better better than you are at tennis, you naturally have to work harder to try and compete with them. And somebody who plays tennis like Fuck yeah, you. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you just give up. And, and, just like, swear and we can't the, give uh, up because we're getting paid to do our work. It's not like I go, do you know what? Screw this. No, I'm no, no. Done. You're stuck. Like, yeah. We're stuck there. We have to do the scene, and it may, and it works. It really yeah. does. It's uh, yeah, it's great when he comes in. It's such a gear change. You yes, know, the whole set like goes. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Explosion. Bruising. I, th I think he'd take all this as a compliment. I can't quite work it out. A lot of people go, they come in and I'd be like, oh. <laughs> no, he'd love it. He yeah. would oh, he love, love it. That, he would yeah. absolutely love it. He's intense personified. Um, we've got uh, about sort of 10, 15 minutes left. And we've had loads of um, questions in on, uh, on Facebook and Twitter. And also, have any of you got any questions you want to ask the guys? I thought you might have. We'll have a mic going round. Let's start with this lady here. Can we get a mic to this lady here? Hi. Your character came around for dinner. What would you cook him? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I wouldn't cook him anything. I'd, g I'd get him Chinese from the local Chinese <laughs> yeah, restaurant. Nice. There's a man who's read a I, book. I wouldn't cook him. I'd make him cook because he's because <laughs> he's such a nice guy. I could convince him to do it. Like, go on, mate. You're nice. You cook me some food. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well Lily, what are you cooking? Only, well, God, she only goes out for coffee, doesn't she? Um, <laughs> she did this. No, you know what I would do? I would call these guys and have them come over and cook for us. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Nice. nice, I like that. It could be a cook-off. It could yeah. be a, <laughs> a bake-off and a cook-off. There you go. It's a great go. British bake-off. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to show my age by making an Ainsley Harriet reference. There, well. <laughs> uh, you could uh, say yeah, Keith Floyd and it wouldn't uh, be uh, worse. Here. Ainsley Harriet. <laughs> Hi. Um, I was just wondering, uh, what is your favourite about your characters well I w if for me I think it's it could be those Nike high tops that he wears <laughs> <laughs> because uh, they're really quite um, I took a shine to them in a big way because they're very very cool and vintage and elitist and I think his taste is very elitist you know and I mean maybe that's the bigger picture I, I like the fact that he he's a little bit uh, cliquish and his taste is quite kind of specific are you basically um, saying he's like Shoreditch? Yeah, he's like yeah. Really, he's like proper he is, Dalston. He's so Brooklyn. That's why he <laughs> takes such a dislike to you. Yeah, he's William. <laughs> he's like Williamsburg hipster. Yeah, that's Very that's true. the underlying uh, message. But yeah, those <laughs> shoes, I took a real shine to. I must say. Um, I love that she's this like feisty, 
passionate, determined girl. And at the same time, she is so confused. She's going through an identity crisis. She cries. Like, she finds the strength in her weaknesses. And I found that to be really empowering. Because she's like a normal girl, but she's also this, like, kick-ass superhero at the same time. So I like that, those, like, comparisons. I like feel the bad that you said shoes now, Robert. <laughs> Speaks a lot yeah. about Robert, doesn't it? <laughs> you, have, yeah, you should see them, though. They're really nice. They're shoes. They're really shoes. nice. Honestly. Love shoes. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jason's boots, big time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess is I guess like the fact that you know, underneath the fact that he's a sort of shadow hunter and some somewhat supernatural, you know, underneath that always ultimately human you know he feels real emotion and uh he's damaged i like damaged characters anyway and i love his damage i love his baggage like jace has so much emotional baggage and i love that <laughs> so drawn to that uh right hands up again uh front with glasses here yep um, how similar or different do you think you are to your characters in the book or the film or they're the same <laughs> Something that I was drawn to right away is just that Clary is extremely close with her mom, you know, and I'm really close with mine. So right away, the idea that she's searching for her mom and would stop at nothing to get her back is something that I would feel that I would do if I was in this situation. Um, and I'm, you know, the way that I got involved with this project, like I said, was I, I, I read a book, found out they were making it into a movie, and I made phone calls and emails about getting involved. So I'm definitely a passionate, determined person. Um, and that's what Clary is. So I think in that, in that regard, passion definitely runs through both our veins very strongly. I, I hide my insecurities through comedy sometimes. Like sitting up here, I'm, I'm quite, oh, I feel quite... That's what I was going to say. Oh, well, we can, <laughs> well, we can both jump yeah. in on this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that one as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like Jace yeah, no, is more just sarcastic and rude and... I, I can do that. Like I'm quite insecure sitting up here, and like I hide it through being. No, 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 no. But I'm not looking for. I'm not <laughs> looking for like an R. I'm just. I'm just like. I'm serious though. Like it's like you know. Like I, you know. I can hide that through trying to be funny in some way. You know. And that's Jace does that by being rude, and that's that's <laughs> the similarity. You're I think with, uh, with my guy, you know, people, the the closest people in his life, i.e., Clary, um, he pits above all else in the world. You know, and I. I sometimes think that home for me uh, isn't isn't the actual place I came from. It's just the, it's the people I came from and the people I've picked up along the way, and that sounds you know terribly sentimental, but it's true you know. So that, so it makes home easier because home is a movable thing. You know, I'm not I'm not you know uh, very sentimental about a place. You know, it's more the friends and family that I'm stuck with. If <laughs> someone can condense so that into a bumper sticker, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go for. Uh, uh, a Facebook question which just sort of ties into that. Um, how do you, this is from Holly Mapana. How do you prepare for a crying scene? I guess that, just get that said to you and then. Ooh, I can me, sing it to you. Either. Can, oh, I, yeah. can yes, I answer that? Because yes, it, was, it was one of those, uh, I mean, they all have real, really emotional scenes. And, and when you see the film, you'll be really impressed with how deep they went with their characters. And um, uh, like with, with Robbie here, when he was going to do that scene where he declared his love for, for Clary, I. Robbie's always all over the place on the set. It's hard to find him. <laughs> these, these two guys are always next to me, and they're, where's Robbie? And then we go, oh, let's shoot, and where's Robbie? Mm -hmm. And he's always talking to somebody because he loves talking to people. That day, he was sitting in his chair in the corner and all boxing it all up. And I knew that, that was he, was he was preparing himself. 
So I decided to do the close-ups first. No, normally you just do it start wide shots and then you go closer, but I knew that he had boxed up all these emotions and uh, I shot his close-up first and I remember it was incredibly emotional. I, I actually felt emotional just watching it and that take made it straight into the movie. It was the perfect take right there. Aha. It's yes. a great scene. It's an amazing There we go. <laughs> There's my all. Come on. <laughs> and, I, and also, the uh, uh, you know, uh, Lily has quite a few of them she realized so many devastating things in the movie and i think all your emotions were incredibly moving too and then it's jace's scene in the greenhouse which was where he finally opens up is um i don't know how they prepare but i i just wanted to say that they are unbelievably great in the movie oh well thank you thank very you. much god job bless yourself <laughs> 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 Uh, I think we've got time for two more questions. Uh, this lady here, yes. Yeah, good. Hi, uh, I have this question. Okay. Um, to love is to destroy, and to be loved is to be destroyed. What do you think about this quote from City of Bones? What do I think about the quote? To love is to destroy, and to be loved is to be destroyed. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that I don't. I, I look for 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 Jace. That's the way he thinks. That's his outlook on life, you know. And that's that's his experience of emotion. I think for each individual, it's it's different and it's separate. Um, I think love and I think connections with other people are ultimately what is probably our purpose in life. You know, is 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 to have those spiritual connections with others, whether it be within a relationship term or just a friendship term or just somebody on the street. There's a reason you hold the door open for some people sometimes. It's not to receive a thank you from them. It's just to make, you know, it's to sort of just have that connection. So I think Jace is just trying to protect himself by being a bit of a twat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good answer. <laughs> uh, yes, okay. Who's got a duck? Yeah. 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 Good you with the duck. The duck. I mean, you deserve it. Hi. Um, Hello. In the books, Jace has a phobia of ducks. Having said that, would you be prepared to sign a duck with a fearless rune on it? <laughs> yeah, but we wow. should give someone else. To, yeah, yeah. I would, it's a I riddle. Definitely it's a real will, riddle. But yeah, absolutely. If you pass a duck up later, I totally will. But if someone okay, so that's <laughs> a quick question. So we do one more. Yes, here. Um, two things. One. Is well, maybe only one. Well, it's, it's my friend's birthday, and I think you should wish her a happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, friend! Happy What's your name? Ramandeep. <laughs> Ramandeep. What's her name? Ramandeep. Ramandeep. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, love. Should we sing then? Happy Many birthday. happy returns. Happy birthday yeah. to you as well. Yeah, you've got a massive button We on can't just do birthday. We can't just do birthdays, That's like a hubcap, <laughs> that thing. And it's a happy birthday badge. What's your oh, question? Is it? Yeah, go on. I don't think. Yeah. And my question is, what was your favourite scene that you filmed? Good question. Oh. Uh, well, I you know I found day one to be incredibly enjoyable and terrifying all at the same time. It's like the same way you find jumping out of an airplane terrifying and enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> it mainly in retrospect, you know, it's mainly the fear and then afterwards the enjoyment on reflection, because. You know, I was I was quite new to everything. I just arrived, and these guys had been there, you know, doing stunt choreography and badass fight training and everything. 
And then uh, day one, myself and Lily had this scene, and it was on a locked-off street, and there were lots of extras and lots of New York taxi cabs and wind machines and Harold running around like a madman, you know, going, right, I need this over here. <laughs> and uh, we were kind of thrust into the madness, and uh, we just basically, it was a kind of a baptism of fire on day one. And it was just, it was just an absolute pleasure because it was kind of the beginning of... Um, beginning of, of my inner child jumping up and down going, oh my God, look at this movie. <laughs> Every day is going to be like this. <laughs> and sure enough, it was. <laughs> Harold, what was you? I've never heard your answer to this. Yeah, what, what is your answer? Favorite scene? Yeah, yeah, just you. Oh God, there are so many. Um, I do think... Uh, and, and it goes back again every time because, you know, doing stunts and effects are very technical. But every time I myself got emotional from watching you guys, like when you sit over your mother in the end scene and you, you say, Mom, don't, I... Don't give it away. Oh, okay, I won't. <laughs> it's just... Nah. <laughs> no, no, I won't give it away. No, but it's, it's, uh, it's to stand behind the monitor and, and really connect and feel what you're communicating. And like I said, I choke up myself. Uh, just by watching you guys perform and, and that to me because that's the X factor that's the thing you can never really control or ask for that's only what your actors can give you uh, all the other things you can always figure out <coughs> those moments were for me absolute magical moments uh, yeah I mean Midnight Flower slash Greenhouse there you go <laughs> <laughs> Always I a classic. Yeah. <laughs> no, but gen I mean, genuinely, being a fan, being a girl, reading these books, um, you read them and all you want is that moment. You know, you go, mm, the whole time. And, um, and you read it and you imagine it in your head and it was just that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is a beautiful scene. It's a beautiful scene. That is unfortunately all we've got time for. Uh, please uh, give it up one last time, though, uh, for the director, Harold Smart, Robert Sheehan, Lily Collins, and Jamie Campbell-Bauer. The Mortal Instrument City of Bones is out on Wednesday.